This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, Texas Chainsaw, the next generation? The American legend returns to bring you back to the cutting edge of terror. Yeah! Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. What? And I'm Troy. What's going on, guy? <laughs> we haven't podcasted for months or weeks or some kind of a time period. It feels like forever and very recently all at the same time forever. because it's 2020. Why? Something like going the, on this year? Was there something the other day I was normal? like, it's like two weeks to Thanksgiving. What the hell? <laughs> also, that's going to feel like four years. <laughs> Wasn't it like August or something? Yes. It's August, but very cold. No, also, it is 2037. <laughs> I just smacked Chris in his lit cigarette. It was funny. He was angry. <laughs> well, at least he was lighting the right end of it. One time. Yeah! It's all it takes. All it takes, Chris, is one time. Ask that guy who built that bridge. Yeah. Good, good, good silence, guys. What? <laughs> We're waiting for you to do your job, yeah, Chris. Yeah, come on, do your fucking job, Chris. You had one job, Chris. I have multiple jobs, you... thank you. Okay. <laughs> but you only that. have one job in front of the mic, Chris. Yeah. And it's handy. Okay. Ugh. Read your book! <laughs> So we watched Texas Chainsaw The Next Generation. Oh, yeah, that's right. We did watch a movie. Yes. As I suggested remember. by Christian LeBlanc. LeBlanc. Yeah, because I don't think he likes this much. Yeah, I thought. I think the <laughs> H is silent. I think he's just... Uh, I think he's just as confused about this movie as anyone who watches this movie would be. I like that, Christian. He's a guy. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. He operates in three dimensions. Yep. Always, you know, I'm assuming standing and, and breathing the way that yeah. they he, do. He appreciates X, Y, and Z. Yes. All three Z. letters. No. Zeds. He's, yeah. he's Canadian. It's Z. It's Z. Don't you know anything? Nope. No. <laughs> I don't know why I keep asking. <laughs> problem found or problem detected. It doesn't say Z in my book. You so. are a detected problem. I swear to God, if you don't start reading that fucking book, I'm going to punch you right in the fuck. Do you know that? Warning, spoilers. No, don't so read Chris, that part. Oh. How does this movie begin? From well, the beginning, like, like most good Texas Chainsaw movies, we start at the prom. Yep, because that's where... Yeah, we start with a placard. Yeah, there was a placard first, a placard. Or title card. You know, like, it's like, you know... Back Why in 1974, some shit went down. And then a I couple times wrong. over the last few years, other shit has gone down. Now it's time to tell a story about some shit. Yes. Yeah, that guy wasn't no John Larroquette. That is true. Yeah, yeah. I said something Harry Anderson. was true. I'm surprised, surprised as you are. Well, you had a pretty high likelihood of it not being John Larroquette, so. I know, but it was. 
I mean, John Larroquette was alive when this was made. Yeah, but John Larroquette read the bit in the beginning of the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's what I'm Correct. talking Correct. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, it could have been John Larroquette if they had gotten John Larroquette to do it. They didn't have John Larroquette money. Nope. They hired Bull instead. Yeah, Richard Mall. I Hell, I don't know. Yes, You accurate. could tell me any combination of words and I'd agree <laughs> with it. He was in Highlander, the television show, for one episode. Yes, also yes. true. I don't know. Because anytime I see him in anything, I'm like, ball! Doesn't matter. I just remember that episode where he was beating his head against the men ro- men's room door and he had the word Nem on his head. <laughs> I remember the episode where... Uh, John Larroquette's character was being drafted into the military, and so to get out of it, he had Bull punch him, and he ended up embedded in the wall over the doorway to the courtroom. I like stripes. Okay. That noted. Harold Ramis. General Jer- Jer- Larroquette. You all right? Yep. No. <laughs> you have an episode over there? I was. Just a misfire, that's all. Uh, yeah. The, the pistons were off, dog. Yeah. How long has it been since you had your timing adjusted, Brett? It's been a while. I'm sorry, Hotlanta? My serpent, yes. Who is this, Brett? My serpentine <laughs> belt's all out of whack. I need a fresh one. <laughs> uh-huh. I need an oil change. <laughs> I don't you need know. Your, uh, your cylinders redrilled? I've drank a lot. We haven't podcasted for a while. I want to yell at Chris and hit him in the face. Just makes me so mad to look at him. He hasn't read that book yet. I swear to God, I'll punch him. So, Chris, how does this movie start after the placard? From the beginning. It's prom night, and everything is all right. We finally get to your precious fucking prom. Yeah. You got Bridget Jones in glasses. Uh Uh-huh. Bridget glasses. With, With bad hair. Better than Chris's. Getting her photo taken with some tall dude. Well, I'm a parents. tall dude. I mean, a dude of her of appropriate age. Oh no, I'm an old man. I am tall. Yeah. You are. Mm-hmm. Fuck the police. And uh, one of the prom goers, the other girl attendees, Chris. Yeah, Please. Heather. Sure, Heather. Heather. Brittany. She's more of a Brittany. I feel like Brittany Heather. So Brittany is asking the teacher lady out front of the prom if she's seen her boyfriend because apparently that's a service she provides. Like Barry well, they got to check people something. in. So like, has his name been crossed off the list yet for have for showing up? Yeah, don't you know what a list is? Nope. Oh, <laughs> how, about, how about a listicle? Oh yeah, okay. everybody knows Pho- that one. Photoplasty? No. 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 No, you is have that, one. Is that like so photoplasty? You don't that know who Auntie Meme is, then. Photosynthesis. Good way to say a word. Thank you. <laughs> it was a that was a thirty cent word, Chris. Fuck off, you stinky bitch! Read your book. Pay the man. Yeah, pay the man, so, stinky bitch. So, Read your book. Yeah, so no one has seen Brittany's date slash boyfriend anywhere. Yeah. Barely. But turns out he's off making out with some chick. Over by the pillar. 
Behind the pillar, yeah. Yeah. So, Brittany she gets mad. She was tripping, dog. And steals his car? Yes. Turnabout is fair play. And right. peels out of the parking lot in it, where he runs up and jumps in, and he's like, hey, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm stealing your car, dog. And he's like, what? Nothing was going on. She's like, you were literally kissing another girl. It's like, no, but it's fine. Like, like and you were feeling seconds. her up. Well, you know. And then Bridget Jones and her date spring up from the back seat. <laughs> yeah, because I guess just everybody's got access to this dude's car for some reason. They were pre-coitus. Or post. I mean, it's not well, really I mean, clear. Like maybe mid. We don't know about post. Well, no, the impl- they, they imply through conversation that she does not have sex. Uh, and that and so shitty boyfriend so guy was, was like, uh, was assuming that they were smoking weed in the backseat of the car. Yeah. Though, if they were smoking weed in the backseat of the car, he would have been able to tell. They were doing big fat rails off the seat belts. Unless, you know, they had like a like a paper towel tube with dryer sheets in it or something. Because, you know, okay. That, that stops everything, he says sarcastically. I don't know what you are talking about. Uh, and uh, although they do totally call that dude out for being like the shittiest boy on earth, yeah. Like apparently, yeah. Like he would, he tries to tell his girlfriend Brittany that he's going to get prostate cancer because they won't have sex. She won't, she won't have sex with him, which is great. Right and then, concrete. and then she's like, and then you tell people your dad's a doctor. Girls like your dad's a doctor. They're going to get breast cancer, so you have to examine them by yeah. feeling them up. He's I'm like, real. this dude is the shittiest dude it alive. <laughs> real classy guy. Yeah. So they uh, so. they take off. They're driving down the highway. They have to take some sort of detour down rural access road 116. Well, they get in a fender bender, but then just drive off, you know, like you're supposed to do. Yeah. Hit and runs were pretty cool back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, they, was, they didn't make those illegal till like 2006, I think. That sounds right. So now they're driving down some dirt road, and they somehow managed to get into a car accident in the woods on a one-lane dirt road? With a car that's not moving. Because another guy somehow was driving through the trees or something? I don't know. It is wildly unclear how this accident occurs. Yeah. The guy yeah. just teleports in and slams into the car. Pretty much. He was a Terminator. If There was supposed to be a Terminator the next generation, but they couldn't get the rights. So they turned it into Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He had to stop John Connor. Yeah. So, uh... The T-69... Nice. Noise. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what? The kid in the other car is like, I'm cool, and then just falls out. Yep. So, Bridget Jones and Brittany and shitty boyfriend all say they're going to head down the road to find help, and they leave, uh, other, Stony. Yeah. They leave old Stonester there. Guy we hardly mentioned. Yeah. Tall guy. I'm a tall guy. And they head down the road where they uh, find the place that they find. 
It's a like a double wide trailer that is being used for business. Yeah, legitimate business. It looked like that place where we bought your car. That was like three times bigger than that place was. Well, I mean, yeah, but still, kind of the same idea. Yeah, it was. It looks like a place you go to buy Christmas trees. Yeah, it. I. It's unclear what service this place provides, but it's the kind of service where you have to be there until the middle of the night. Apparently. They're in the business of doing business. Yes. And business is booming. And booming is business. Yes. And they meet and, up oh, with uh, the what? the lady in the trailer. Yes. Yeah, Tommy or whatever her fuck her name is. I don't know. Tori. I like Tommy. It sounds more unnatural. <laughs> and uh, she apparently has a problem with people throwing things through the window. Well, because they do, they throw bricks through her window to get her to flash them. You know, <laughs> that's the system. Yeah, uh, that checks out. We've all been there, am I right? Yeah! yeah. <laughs> I just, I'm still trying to... I'm still unclear on the trans, the nature of this transaction, but sure. Yeah, brick through window. What? Show them your tits. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I was just like, what the fuck? I guess they were like, oh, well, we have to have boobs in the movie, so let's write some boobs into the movie. This was the impression I got. Uh, just one boob. Yeah. A, si- a side on, one boob. One boob, one brick. It was in your contract. Way, that's the system. Yeah. A boob for a brick, though, I'll say. So she, uh, she yeah. gets on the phone to call for help. And she calls, calls the wrecking service. Yeah. And she's like, don't worry, guys. I'll help you out. Tells the guy where they're at. And she's like, hey, everything's cool now. And they're like, great. We're going to go walk back to the car so that we can see our friend again. And they're like, but what about this gas station literally right across the street? Do you think maybe they have a like a towing service or something? And Tommy's like, oh, no, no, no. That, that place is terrible. That guy is horrible. You should never talk to him ever. Yeah, he's, he's never once man. thrown anything through the window so he could see my tits. He's yep. Al-Qaeda. He's unreliable. In fact, he comes over and fixes my window just so he can't look at my tits. Yeah. He's mad at breasts. No, he's just mad about breasts, not at them. Yeah! Okay, great. I'm glad that's going to be a thing that happens the whole time. <laughs> what? But, yeah, <laughs> no, good. <laughs> And so they start walking back to the car and we cut back to the two cars. Um, mysterious guy walked out of the car and like passed out. I think he said something, but I don't remember what. Yeah, he's just having some kind of like uh, concussion dream. Yeah, it's yeah. a fit. And, and uh, then Cal Vilmer shows up. Yep. Da, 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 da. And he's like... Uh, Got a robot leg. He does have a robot leg and a vacuum tape to his ass. <laughs> well, to catch the farts. Let's say uh, more of a shop back, I guess, to be specific. Yeah. He's just, it's considerate that way. That way you don't ever have to smell his farts. Are they bad? No, uh, no well, no. We'll never know because he, he traps them all before you, they can get to you. Yeah. Where's that vacuum go? 
To his leg. His, his leg, his robo-leg is powered on methane. His fucking leg stinks, dog. <laughs> it's a perpetual motion device that's powered yeah. by methane. It's indirectly powered by beans and cabbage. Fart hydraulics. Yep. Fart hydraulics. So, uh, he's on the scene. Yeah! And he's like, hey, this guy's dead. Yeah! Because that's just the service he provides along what? with tow trucking. Yeah, you're like, oh, the guy's dead. It's like, what? No, he was just talking to me. Oh, really? Because snap! Yeah. Now he's dead. He did. <laughs> and so, a uh, Stony runs off down the road. He was tripping. Not into the woods, however, mind you, but straight down the road. However, he at least was running in a serpentine so that he couldn't shoot him with a bow and arrow as he runs across the battlefield. He That's did true. zigzag. He didn't consider going in between a couple of trees, you know, that the tow yeah. truck couldn't go through. No. But though I do love, though, that when all the lights are lit up on that fucking, like, tow truck and it's coming down the road, it looks like the fucking Ecto-1 from Ghostbusters coming at you. Which was unintentionally hilarious to me. One of the lights was out. It was really bothering me. That's true. Need to fix that fucking bulb. It's not going to pass inspection otherwise. Damn right. It hurts my OCD, dog. <laughs> so, uh... What? Cal Vilmer chases him down and just runs him over like 28 times. Yeah, and then backs up over him and goes back over him again and just makes sure he's really run over. Yeah. All the way run over. A couple of times. Yeah. Yep. Meanwhile, team not that guy, they get split up on the way back because there's a truck that drives by. So World's Worst Boyfriend and Brittany chase it while... uh. Bridget Jones is hollering with her uh, flashlight. Yeah, that's, a weird that's how you holler. With. Ooh, yeah. No, you didn't. Was she, did she like shake it like in like a, a pattern to holler, or was she just trying it on and off like in Morse code really loudly? Morse code hollering. Or nope. was she just trying to get the flashlight to vocalize and talk? Both. Mm. Quite. So, uh, Brittany and worst boyfriend end up at a house. Yes. And, and this being Texas Chainsaw house. Massacre, it's it's that house. Yeah, obviously. And don't get all caught up in the fact that for some reason the house is now off in the middle of the woods somewhere where it clearly wasn't before. Don't worry about that. It's fine. Same house. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Sometimes yeah. you gotta move the house. Trees grew, it's whatever. Yeah, entire yeah, forest. It's been like grew. twenty years since the uh, the first movie. Yeah, entire forest grew up complete with access roads. Plus, they burnt down the house in one of the movies, and it might be a movie that came out after this one. But they did. I mean, let's just generously say the continuity for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies is uh fucked. Texas Chainsaw Massacre cinematic universe. Thank you. Yeah, it's TCMCU. Complicated, I like it. Yeah, there's a flow chart you need just to figure out what the hell is going on. It's mostly yeah, just Leatherface. It's, it's all Ant-Man's fault, just remember that. Telling you, you should have flew up Thanos' butt. Noted. 
<laughs> what? And uh, yeah. So uh, let's see. Um, I think Leatherface snags Leatherface, you dumbass. What's well, the matter with well, you? Brittany's sitting on sitting on a chair. I'm gonna in the porch. come across the couch. And uh, Leatherface comes up behind her and is like trying to play with her hair, and she keeps turning her head, but not looking at, but not seeing Leatherface. He just wanted to smell her a little. Yeah, I mean, you gotta make sure that hair is worth keeping. And uh, until finally and, uh, she sees Leatherface and starts running around. Yeah, but she gets leather snagged and drug in the yep. house. And he puts her in the the chest freezer. Yep. And she keeps kicking the fucking lid open. And so he puts like an engine block on top of it or something. Yeah, you just happen to have that engine block lying around. <laughs> I mean, I think it's that engine block, but it's some like canister with fucking like an in, like something attached to the top of it. it looks kind of like an engine block. It's weird. I don't know what the hell it is. Do you make engine yeah, I don't block either. eggs on it? And... I Meanwhile, so. as all this nonsense is transpiring, uh, another member of the house, old uh, Quody. Yeah. Picard. Yeah. He read a lot of books. He shows up. I mean, Picard kid could recite Shakespeare off the top of his head, so. That's true. Yep. True. He does it to some Ferengi to rescue Lwaxana Troy. Oh, those Ferengi. I don't I don't know. know if you're there yet, Chris, but not yet. We're but it's one there. of that meme. It's but that's where that meme where like you have Picard with like his hand outstretched. That's where that meme comes from, is that episode. Nice. Yeah. And he gets a uh, bad boyfriend gets a shotgun pulled on him. Yep. Cause he needs a shotgun pulled on him, honestly. Yeah, no, it's fair. He was a bad guy. Yes. Duh. And he gets uh, trapped in the bathroom? Yeah, he goes to take a piss and then turns around and there's like a skin hanging from the back of the door like a fucking shower ta- like a fucking shower robe. One A skin. Yes. A terry cloth skin. And, uh, and then he starts freaking out and then they grab him and throw him down in the room too with the with Brittany. Pleatherface whacks him with us the hammer. Then what happens? Yeah. But it's not like a good whack like in like the, the first one, like where the the you know just comes up behind them and whacks them and they fall to the ground twitching. It's less effective than that. Yeah. Now we're back to uh Bridget Jones who's walking around still Mm-hmm. And uh, old Cal Vilmer shows up. Matthew Machanake. Yeah, and he he picks her up, shows her some corpses, and she doesn't care for that. She's no, like, she's some reason she's anti-corpse. Yeah. yeah. What's her problem? Corpses are people, too. She's tripping, dog. Yeah. Why is she tripping? So she... Because uh, she keeps trying to walk around, go over corpses, and falls. Ah. She makes her escape from the car, but then Leatherface just materializes. Leatherface. Yeah. Chases yes, her through the woods. Back to the house. 
she runs in the house. Then what happens? And she finds the the sheriff guy's corpse, I guess. He was just hanging out. Yeah. Doing corpse stuff. And grabs his gun. But there's no bullets. So nope. she literally jumps out of a second story window onto the roof. Like you do. And Pleatherface chases her onto the roof where he hacks up a chimney while she climbs up the big antenna. antenna which, yeah. just curious what the end game on that plan was. <laughs> I think she was hoping if she got up high enough that she could like bend it down so that would be, the tip would get close to the ground and she could jump down from there. That's the only thing I could think of. Yeah, it just it seems like a terrible plan, but don't worry, there's a mystery wire that's strung between trees. I don't fucking even know what that thing is doing. <laughs> it's a wire of mystery. Yeah. International wire of mystery. And uh she gets on the wire and Pleatherface cuts the wire where she falls into the greenhouse. <laughs> Because this movie then, is just fucking madness. It is. <laughs> I can agree with you on that one. Yep. And then I don't. Yeah, we are at the part where I don't remember what goes on. Uh, she gets chased in back into the woods, out of the greenhouse, and ends okay. up at the trailer. Yes. Where uh, oh, what's Tommy. her head? Yeah, Tommy is. Totally. And she's like, hey, what's going on? What's the problem oh, here? And she's called and ordered pizza. Yeah. You got z- some Zaw, dog. And she's trying yeah. to tell Tommy what's going on. And she's like, nah, nah, it's cool, man. Don't worry about it. Everything's cool. I what? looked outside. I showed my tits. Nothing's going on here. They threw a brick. Yep. I showed him a boob. My tits would know if something was happening. Yeah. They not only do they tell the weather, but they also detect danger. And then uh, old quote shows up with a cattle prod like you do. Yep. And it just starts zapping her a lot. Yeah. And then they like a uh, lot, a lot. They they cattle prod her, put a garbage bag over her head, and throw her in the trunk. Yep, of Toby's car. Because it's time to get pizza. We ain't got no time to fuck around. We gotta get these zaws, man. Get yeah. dog. If the pizza gets cold, no one's gonna be happy. I still eat it. I like pizza. Oh, me too. I have a condition. So she, uh, tell me heads to get the pizza. Uh, the cops are there for some reason. Well, they're getting coffee. From the pizza place. Well, it's a pizza. Uh, you get coffee from the pizza place? That's One, a bad You also call. can get high hamburgers at the pizza place, so why not coffee? I get a burger from a pizza place before I get coffee from One a pizza, pizza place. coffee, please. I mean, give me a pizza, but, not give me coffee to dunk it in, stupid. But Hotlanta, both pizza and coffee, good coffee, come from Italy. You got me there? <laughs> and, uh, Checkmate. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Back to your fucking book. Don't yell at me because you got checkmated. I like to yell. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, she gets the pizzas and her bag's full of drinks. 
Yeah. One bag of a drink, please. <laughs> Which was the most upsetting part of this movie, in my personal opinion. I like it. <laughs> Maybe it was I'm a bunch gonna, of Capri Suns. I'm going to demand that all my bags come in, all my drinks come in a paper bag. Yeah, all she gets the pizzas. Drink. The guy's like, hold on, let me get your drinks. She talks to the cops. The guy's like, your because, drinks are ready. It is just two bags. Yeah, well, because uh, Bridget Jones is making a ruckus in the uh, the trunk of the car. And the kind of and the ruckus to describe it was kind of like someone was just like kicking and punching the inside of the trunk. Yeah. Can you? And so she kind of opened. So Tommy goes back there and is like, "Shut the fuck up, or I'm going to kill you." And and she's like, and then but Bridget Jones is like, "But I can't breathe in here." And so she's like, "Fine, I'm going to poke a hole in the garbage bag. Is that good enough for you?" And then like pokes a hole in the garbage bag and shuts the trunk. (laughs) Yeah. Because that was really the problem. Not that she had been kidnapped or anything. It was just that she couldn't breathe through the garbage bag very well. It's hard to breathe in this garbage bag. The rest of the scenario is acceptable. We've all been there. I mean, really, I think it's her personal choice whether she has the, wears the garbage bag over her head or not. But, you know, I mean, because she's breathing in all the same carbon dioxide in, in, in the bag. That's fair. You don't want to be breathing yeah. up here on air, dog. I'm not trying to kink shame anybody who needs a garbage bag over their head to be <laughs> locked in a trunk to get where they're going. However, I will fucking shame anyone who won't wear a fucking mask to, to protect themselves and others from a fucking infection of any kind. I wear mine when I sleep. I wear yours when I sleep, too. I don't, yuck, I don't want to get the pillow shit. <laughs> I eat one mask a day to keep my insides right. <laughs> fuck you people who won't wear masks unless you have like a legitimate medical condition that pre- that presents you from doing it not just oh, I don't like it or it makes me feel those, like I can't uh, breathe very I well those cards from Facebook that says I don't have to wear one Yeah, it's got a governmental s- looking seal on it I spent three hours in a doctor's office getting allergy tests and had to wear a mask the entire time and I was perfectly fine True. Chris wears a mask on his butt. <laughs> Protects us from his farts. Yeah. What? So, uh, yeah. we're now back at the house with pizzas and drink bags. But yeah. on the way, somehow, uh, Brittany got unmeat hooked. Yeah, I think, yeah, somehow. She I don't remember. Her way off. And she, she's out in the roadway. She did like a pull up or something. Yeah. And, uh, old, uh, what, what is it? Tromy? Tommy. Tommy. You know, Tommy Unlimited. Tommy, uh, proceeds to lightly tap her on the head with a stick in order to subdue her. She was trying to bother her. <laughs> she got that little button on her head. If you tap it, she goes out. Yeah. Turns her right off. She heads home. And sends old uh, Quody out to pick her up. We get uh, the best explanation for what's happening that you could possibly have hoped for. It's the Illuminati. Yeah. <laughs> Their family is works for the Illuminati and have... They've been doing it for thousands of years, literal you thousands. You all thought I was joking, didn't you? I wasn't. The answer was the Illuminati. Yep, and that's what they do. They 
the the Illuminati has contracted them to abduct random people in Texas and scare them. Yeah, because global conspiracy. Yep. Yes. Hey, it makes as much sense as QAnon. Maybe more. Very possibly. And uh, needless to say, Bridget Jones is like, uh, no to literally all of that. Yeah, I, I, for some reason, I am not down with that sickness. Yeah. And then uh, there's uh, a whole a whole scene that happens in the kitchen. Is this where she pulls the shotgun? Well, because oh, Brittany, okay, yeah, because Quody brings Brittany in. Yeah. And Bridget Jones steals Quody's shotgun. Well, not before Cal uh, bites her Wilmer. in the face. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, because Matthew McConaughey didn't just chew on the scenery. He Keep chewed on the cast as well. Because he ate a lot of scenery in this movie. <laughs> he ate all of the scenery and then demanded seconds. Yeah. And he, uh, there's so much is happening. I mean, uh, he bites her face. Uh, there is an argument over uh, literally everything. The pizza's yeah, like, getting cold. Does it, Is this the part where Tommy tells... Uh, Bridget Jones that Cal Vilmer put a chip in her head or something to that would blow up her head if he she disobeyed him. Yeah, which is why she's yeah. doing what she's doing. Yeah, because she's married, right? She's married, but she's basically like, like become a cult follower of Cal Vilmer over here. Yeah, on account of the brain explosives. Yes. Yeah, this is just this like. It's like Matthew McConaughey's character is kind of like this, basically like a cult leader. And he's got his followers who are Pleatherface, Quody, and Tommy. And and he tries to pull like the whole like Charles Manson kind of man, mind fuck shit with uh, Bridget Jones when she has the shotgun. And so she finally like any like, you know, like grabs the gun and puts it in his mouth or on to his head or whatever and tells her to go ahead and pull the trigger and yada, yada, yada. So she actually does eventually pull the trigger, but there's no shells in it. Yeah. Got to have shells for the shotgun to put holes in things. And then he yep. knocks her out, I think. Yeah. And yes. then, and at this point, Tommy, they have the dinner scene. Tommy changes into her weird bondage clothes yeah her bondage prom dress and skirt they her and cal Vil, vilmer calva vilmer uh, they have weird angry makeout time on the table on all that yeah. empty stuff they don't even clear the stuff off the table uh pleatherface is dressed up like sexy times peggy bundy mm-hmm he does his he does his nails and everything. It's a, Why though? A choice that they made. Yeah. He want he wanted to feel pretty. Yeah. Oh, so pretty. Pretty and witty and wise. Yeah. I was 
I was trying to think of like what would the bootleg version of Goodbye Horses be when he's doing that? Like farewell ponies? I don't know. So long, donkeys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is the correct answer. I did good. <laughs> what? <laughs> so long, donkeys. And because this is a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, we have to have the dinner scene. Vaguely. Yeah. Where there is three corpse-looking corpses on one side of the table. You have Brittany and Bridget Jones on the other side of the table. Uh, Pleatherface is there. Tommy is there. Quody is there. And Cal Vilmer is there. And then one of the corpse people starts like moving around a little bit, like the old guy. Yeah. Almost like it, Grandpa it, from the first one. Yeah. Like, he doesn't say or do anything, really. It just proves that he's actually still alive well now in fairness at one point he does get up and wander off with a knife never to be seen again <laughs> oh okay yes you know that was the end of his career that yeah it's fair <laughs> that's what i would have done it wasn't even part of the scene he was he just <laughs> he realized what he was doing and decided that it was time to check out I'm out, yeah. he's like maybe if I, they gave me this prop and they told me i had to take care of it so i'm gonna go return it yeah. now I'm going to give this to somebody. I'm going to get my scale for the day. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Uh, Bye. Uh, all hell is breaking loose. Bridget Jones is mad. Cal Vilmer uh, sets Brittany on fire. Yep. She runs into a wall. It's hilarious. I don't think it was supposed <laughs> to be, but it definitely is. It is pretty yeah, and then Tommy puts her out with the fire extinguisher. Yeah, because this is a goddamn Looney Tunes skit all of a sudden. Yeah. Well, I mean, you don't want to burn the house down. And then a limo pulls up. No, really. Yes. I, I'm not having some sort of medical issue. That happened. It's the Illuminati dog. Yes, it's Bill Illuminati Bill himself. Illuminati. <laughs> yeah. Up their house. It's Q. Yeah. So Q, Q shows up and he's like, hey, sup? And uh, Cal Vilmer's like, ah, I'm mad about things. And he's like, you know what? You're doing a shitty job scaring people for the Illuminati like we want you to. And he's like, well, I'm working on it. And he's like, that's great. Be scarier. You suck. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he heads into the dining room and Bridget Jones is like, oh, a guy with a suit. He's probably on the level. <laughs> and so but he's she, not. But he is not. Yeah. He's, he's on a level, just not the level. And he's got belly piercing scarification. And not just like a belly ring. He's got like three gold hoops like running from left to right across his belly. He's got his yeah. abdomen pierced. Not like his belly button, but like a few inches up. His it's stomach bizarre. Yeah. It's weird. And she's all like, uh oh. <laughs> that ain't that ain't great. Nope. Is this, where, is this when she gets into the tussle with uh, Cal Vilmer? Yeah. And she uh, gains the upper hand because apparently his robot leg is connected to a variety of remote controls. Yes, and they're all like TV remotes. Like you do? Yeah, so they have at one point they have dueling remotes where like she hits a button to make his leg fuck up and then he hits a button to make his leg go back to being 
good, and they just keep going back and forth. Yeah. It's, and to, but then she like doesn't she like get the that remote out of his hand long enough to like make his leg not work right and then run off. Yeah, I think she takes out uh, quotes too. Yeah, somebody did in the interim. Who the fuck knows? I mean, it's just it's just like pure insanity at this point. Yeah, so she runs off and is being chased by a Pleatherface and a Cal. Yeah. Vilmer. Cal Vilmer. She uh, runs out and luckily finds an RV with uh, two people drinking some giant-ass Bloody Marys. Yeah. Now note, she left the house at dinner time. In the dark. Morning. She apparently finds this RV the next morning. Yeah, at like nine forty-five. Yeah, and they're like, "Here, here," and then like the old lady's like, "Here, Grandpa, the driver, have this like yard of Bloody Mary." Yeah, it's like, it's like the kind of (laughs) drink glass that you would get at spring break. Like it's fucking fucking ridiculous. The a thing can facilitate can that thing. Yeah, it's it's got like an entire stalk of celery in it for a garnish. Like it's huge. Yeah, it weighed eleven pounds. Well, here's your two quarts of fucking vodka and tomato <laughs> juice. I know what you like while you're driving down weird dirt roads in your RV. Yeah. Give it to me while I'm driving. And uh, also, there's a guy in a crop duster. He becomes important eventually for reasons. Yeah. So, uh, because of science, Pleatherface is chasing her. Pleather, she manages to get into the RV with Mr. and Mrs. Alcoholic. They go to take off, but Cal is caught up in the Ecto 1 fucking tow truck. Tow truck, Pleatherface somehow rolls the RV by standing on the back of the tow truck and poking it with a chainsaw. It's because he's well, strong, it's funny. He at no point does he actually ever touch the RV with the chainsaw. He just waves it in its general direction. I mean, in fairness, that old man was real drunk. Yeah, because you, I, you think that I, was I like his first think, bloody mary, you're a fool. So apparently, this movie was super low budget, and I like to think that this was the RV that the guy who made the movie owned. That they did like literally, they did makeup and hair in the RV and wardrobe. In the RV every morning. So I like to think that shot. this is the RV that they were using for that. And then they, and then they're like, well, we're going to have to roll this fucker. I guess we're going to use this one. <laughs> yeah. We got this RV. We got this brush pile. We had this scene to shoot. <laughs> I mean, I guess we're not doing makeup or wardrobe anymore. So roll it over. Fuck it. So the, the RV rolls over. Bridget Jones crawls out. Uh, Cal and Pleatherface are chasing her down the road when the guy in the crop duster drops it down real low. Yep. And it drops. It goes low, low, low. Yeah. Low, 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 low. And he uses the propellers to take out Cal. 
Well, no, it doesn't use doesn't it use the like the fucking wheel of his landing gear to take out Cal. It doesn't make it any less stupid. <laughs> I don't regardless of what part of the airplane it is. But Chris is wearing ample bottom jeans in the boots with the fur. I'm not wearing either of those things. Thank you. <laughs> He's got nothing on below the waist, Brett. Yeah, it's true. It's, I don't like it. There's nothing on down here but your imagination. I don't wanna, no, there is. There's nothing left of the imagination. Well, that's on you. It's all right there. <laughs> It's an emperor's new clothes situation. I wish he would wear <laughs> apple bottom jeans and the boots with the fur. It would be way more comfortable. For you. Yes. <laughs> For anyone besides yourself, apparently. Just file a report with HR, Atlanta. Yeah. Boots with the fur. Hi, I'm HR. Oh, it's cool. Shit, that sucks. Well, <laughs> we'll get this resolved. We actually told him to do that. It's a religious thing. We can't tell him not to. It's out of our hands. Yeah. It's just, it's how he celebrates Diwali. Yeah. Sundays. So, no uh, Pants Sunday. He's hit by an airplane. I feel like yep. we need to make sure that's underlined. Yeah. Cal Vilmer gets taken out by a crop duster. Yeah. To like what? Dinner? Yes. To dinner. Yes. And we won't make any jokes about him being crop dusted. I've been holding them back all night. Nope. And uh, that makes Leatherface sad. But then the limo shows up with Bill Illuminati in it. Well, the limo show a, a limo shows up, and for some reason, Bridget Jones thinks that the best way to get out of here is to jump into this random limo and fucking butt fuck Texas. And like, it's gonna be okay, sure. Oh no, it's Bill Illuminati. It's such a what a twist. Yeah, what the hell kind of dirt road is this? Like, it's a main thoroughfare. You got RVs and limos and low-flying planes. And bales of no, cocaine. Yeah, I was going to say, there's no bales of cocaine, though. <laughs> I know, wait, the bales of cocaine went into the writing and production of this movie. <laughs> so, uh, Bill Illuminati's like, hey, no, we're cool now. I'll take you to the hospital. Because that's how we've maintained our shadowy cabal for all these millennia. I'll take you to medical facility. And she goes to the hospital. And and and, and Pleatherface does Pleatherface's chainsaw interpretive dance, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so she's at the hospital. She's telling a cop what's up. Uh, we get our cameo. Cameos. Yeah. Sally mm, I had a bowl Franklin. of cameos for breakfast. Yep, and Sally and Franklin are there. Look at that. Yep. Franklin, you can see his face for like a third of a second. Sally's just kind of there. She's the one that gets wheeled by on the gurney, right? Yeah. True. Franklin's Because they like because they like zoom in on her face like and just like pan across the way I'm like, I'm like that has to be someone from the first movie or something. Because it's obvious that we're supposed to know who that is, but it is 20 years later, and that person could have been anybody as far as I was concerned. Yes, and I'm not positive that's Franklin who's pushing the gurney, but I'm pretty sure that's who that is. I know he plays orderly. Yeah. And I'm assuming that's who yeah. that is. And, uh, yeah, like that's it. What, do you want closure from this? Maybe you didn't yeah. watch the first part. My eyes hurt. Oh yeah, closure of in the first movie, like she escapes and like is obviously going to be emotionally traumatized for the rest of her fucking life because of it. 
Yeah, well, she still is catatonic 20 years later in a hospital, I guess, so. Apparently. And that's Texas Chainsaw, the next generation. You are. Or, if you search for it on your Roku, Return of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is what it shows up as. Oh, that is a worse and better title all at the same time. <laughs> right? That has to just be what it was called in, like, fucking Italy or some crazy shit. <laughs> so hot, like, Hold on. What do you think? Me? Yes, what you. do I think? About the movie specifically. Oh, okay. I feel like I needed to say that. Thank you. I need to be brought back down. Yeah, prompt him. He needs prompts. You know, it's a mixed bag, really. I'll go ahead and say that I recommend this movie because it's a fever dream. If you are a if if you're going into this wanting to watch a Texas Chainsaw movie, you're going to be sorely disappointed. If you want to watch one of the greatest things Matthew McConaughey's ever done in his career, I would watch this movie at least one time. Del Wedger, yeah, she's all right or whatever, but Matthew McConaughey is fantastic in this movie and you should watch it at least one time just for that treat it as a dark comedy don't treat it as a Texas Chainsaw movie and you'll be fine but I say it's it's relatively lit you should watch it at least once Illuminati confirmed okay good I was waiting for that what do you think you're staring at me, so I'm assuming you... I, I don't know. What do you want? This is a bad movie. It's got its moments. There's... It, you watch this movie for Matthew McConaughey just gnawing on shit. He is probably the brightest point in this. Toby's pretty good. Yeah. Is they fun. they both seem like they're the only ones who really get what's happening. Like, oh, it's like this, huh? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Renee Zellweger is trying to play it straight. Brittany is trying to play it straight. Fucking worst human being alive is playing it straight, but at least recognizes that he is the shittiest. <laughs> he is playing the shittiest human alive. Yeah. I failed it's, to mention that in my review that Tommy is also pretty outstanding. They were like the only two people who got what this movie was. If if everybody had played it like they were playing it, I think it would have been more enjoyable. It's it is a mess. I will give it credit that it feels like chaos the entire time it's going. Once you get to the point where the the setup's done and you start meeting up the with the family and stuff starts happening, it's just frenetic and stuff just happens and I don't I don't know if I could recommend it. It's, not even one time. It's probably one of the worst, if not the worst, Texas Chainsaw movies. That's also true. I think there there are probably some of the other ones in there out of the twenty six or so that exist now that are worse, but I mean, 
there is something to be said for just the Matthew McConaughey parts. Maybe you'd be better off getting on YouTube and just seeing if there's a supercut of just all the Matthew McConaughey parts of this movie where he's being just wild and gnawing on the scenery and cutting himself and acting like he's got a robot leg that's out of control. <laughs> I can get behind that. You could also just watch that. But I'm, I'm going to yeah. say you could probably get away with not watching this one. If you want to watch a weird sequel to Texas Chainsaw, then just watch the second one, because that's real weird. <laughs> and it's got Bill Mosley. Yeah. And there is a chainsaw fight. There is. With, I think it's Bill Mosley and, uh, oh no, now I forget his name, Dennis Hopper. Nice. So, I mean. Dennis Hopper's a weird guy. He's a weird guy. It's a weird movie. Toby Hooper actually directed that one. Went a real different way with it, but but yeah, if if you want to watch a Texas Chainsaw, maybe not this one, maybe literally any of the other ones. What do you think, Troy? This movie was not all right, all right, all right. Giggity. <laughs> Since no one else has made that reference yet, I had to. <laughs> no, this movie is bad, and I I was so. I was watching the credits and like this movie was directed by Kim somebody. And I was like, Oh, interesting. That's written, directed by a woman. That's kind of cool. And then I went and looked at the trivia. Oh no, no. Kim is a dude. Kim also wrote the first Texas chainsaw massacre movie. And how you get from writing that movie to writing this movie. I have no fucking clue because they are very different movies. Like, uh, this movie, like Leatherface, is basically completely incompetent. Uh, most of the family is incompetent. It's hard to be scary when you can't do anything right. Uh, so there's that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like this movie was all over the fucking place, like tonally and story wise and thematically. Like I, I, there were drugs were involved with this movie in some way. That's my opinion. Um, Matthew McConaughey had most of them. Yeah, well, I think whoever the Kim, whoever wrote the movie and directed the movie also was on them. Um, they split their stages. Yeah, I cannot recommend this movie at all. It's it gets and it's weird because like for a while there you could I could kind of enjoy the weird wackiness of it, but after a while I was like, oh for fuck's sake, will this just fucking end already? Like my 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 tolerance for it was satisfied and exceeded. So. Yeah, uh, I'm not not a fan of this movie, but thank you anyway, Christian, for suggesting it. It had been a long time since I'd seen this movie. I think I was in high school or college the last time I saw it, so that was a while ago. So what are we watching next week, Chris? I already don't remember. Ah. I uh, believe we are watching Over Your Dead Body. Yeah, Over Your yeah. Dead Body. Your Dead Body. Uh, as suggested by Dummy Act. Yeah. I didn't remember that. I have no fucking clue what it's about, so that'll be entertaining. I assume a dead body is involved? Your dead body, maybe. Your oh. dead body. Yikes. So what if other people want to emphasize your dead body? How would they do that, Hot Lanta? What? Oh, good. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> yes. Or you can find us on the Facebooks on the Canon Worst Slaughterhouse Princess. You can Gmail us at Slaughterhouse Princess Podcast at gmail.com. 
or you can just head on over to Slaughterhouse Princess, where you'll find out that we're on Twitter, Reddit, uh, like Spotify and iHeartRadio and all that mess, YouTube, Google Play, market your Alexis to play a Slaughterhouse Princess, store Discord and Patreon.SlaughterhousePrincess, the internet. Yes, the internet. In general. It's on one disc. <laughs> yeah. So come back next time for over your dead body? Your dead body. Uh, well, their podcasts think about movies. We will thank our patrons because we have not done that yet this episode. So thank you, patrons. Thanks, patrons. Uh, we appreciate your support. And we'll drink about movies. Bye. Are you horny? Let's do it. Ride it. My pony.